What's up? I am here. Um, today, I want to jump right in. I'm gonna talk about energy. Energy. We're gonna we're gonna talk about energy today. Energy. 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 It is everything. You know. Um, one thing that I want to make clear about energy is that. Our bodies, you know, energy isn't just physical. Energy is physical, but it's not like in a physical sense, the only form that it can manifest in. Oh, yeah, I'm washing dishes, if you can hear me. But yeah, um, it's it's not the only form. It's not the only form that it can manifest in. Energy, it literally is something that can be harnessed by anyone sensitive enough to be able to feel it. So it has the ability to be harnessed, but it also has the ability to affect those who are sensitive enough to feel it. It has the ability to, you know, be felt by those who have the sensitivity enough to feel it. So in terms of energy, when we think about, you know, our thoughts, when we think about our actions, you know, um, energy is really, it's incubated by intention. You know, intention is definitely one of the containers that energy uh, is formed in. Literally, your intentions, the things that you intend. And it, it starts in a place that can be felt. It can be felt by you if you pay enough attention to what you're feeling uh, and it can be felt by others, especially those who are sensitive enough to feel it. Energy is not something that, you know, in a sense of how society operates now, energy in this way is not something that is accepted by those who uh, depend on external power, those who depend on the ability to control things uh, based on action, you know, based on um, what they do, what they what they say, you know, this external power. Um, a lot of people operate with this external power, so they don't really take into account that there are those who can sense your intention. So in an old paradigm, external power was king. So it didn't matter if somebody could sense that your intentions were off or that, you know, it's just like, look, if I got you cornered, I got you cornered, you know? Um, if I got you cornered and I, I tricked you, I won. You know, there's nothing you can do to prove me wrong. There's nothing you can, you know, so 
this is how things worked in the old paradigm the paradigm that we now live in literally that's not the case anymore people can feel people can feel bullshit people can feel malice people can feel lower vibrational energy people can feel when your thoughts aren't exactly in a loving place about them people can feel it and then the words that come out when it doesn't match the the feeling that a person is feeling there's a side eye there's a there's a little suspicion there it's just like i don't really know what to do with this information that i'm receiving my body is receiving information in a way that i can feel or should i trust my ears you know we would love to give people the benefit of the doubt and trust what we hear you know or even what we see if you know someone is a good actor and they can put on they can put on a good smile and cover up you know their intentions with words in the way that they're smiling but those who are highly sensitive beings you can't turn away from what you're feeling all right man you can't turn away from what you're feeling you know um you can't turn away from what you're feeling and you can feel it you can feel it and it's crazy it's crazy so honestly it's crazy (laughs) when you address what you feel you're deemed as crazy that's the easy that's the easy way, you know, they call it gaslighting. Or it's like, you're crazy. You don't feel what you say that you feel. You're crazy. What are you talking about? What proof do you have that that was my intention when I'm telling you what I want you to know? When I'm telling you how I want you to feel? When I'm telling you what it actually is? But even with that attitude, that's energy that's that's low vibrational energy being sent out even thinking of a person in that way or trying to control the current of a conversation just because you don't want to lose the 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 exchange you don't want to come out on the bottom but in this new paradigm of authentic power instead of external power, it doesn't matter who has the last word. It doesn't matter who makes the last final decision. It doesn't matter who says what eloquently. It doesn't matter who's louder. It doesn't matter who who can convince others uh, what a person is like or anything. That doesn't matter because energy can be felt. People can feel your intentions. People can feel your fear. People can feel your battles. They can feel the tension that is presented. And that's something that, you know, is very important to those who are on their journey is to learn how to how to ground yourself in love and compassion, to learn how to how to to tame this energy. And when I say tame, I don't mean 
uh, ignore what you feel. I don't mean anything. It's just transmute, transmutation. So tame might not be the best word, but transmutation. You want to transmute this energy. So when you feel something, hold yourself accountable and then do something differently that reflects love instead of trying to validate your own emotions. We'll validate our own emotions and then we'll end up putting out a frequency that isn't one of love. And when you're in the love frequency, it's very difficult to to kind of be in these exchanges with people who value more they value the way things look they value you know what their e they value their ego basically they value what their ego is telling them when a person doesn't want to be wrong just for the sake of not wanting to be wrong that can cause a lot of damage to relationships to connections when you're willing to say look you know, I actually might not be right or there actually might be something wrong with my energy. There might be something wrong with the way that I'm presenting myself in this connection, how I'm showing up. It may be something wrong that's starting in the core of my etheric body that I'm not completely aware of, but someone else can draw, can draw attention to it and that makes me uncomfortable because I feel seen on a on a energetic spiritual level. You feel seen. It's like when they say you're not sorry because you're sorry. You're sorry because you're caught. You're sorry that you got caught. So people who are highly sensitive beings and then those who have decided to have the agreement with themselves that they're going to protect their energy and they're also going to protect all of the ways that people plug in you know they'll plug into your etheric body through the ways that they want to project or the the ways that they want to hide from what they're what they have to deal with and they want everything to be on you so those who who are highly sensitive and who have made that agreement like i'm not taking on any more baggage energetically so what comes out my mouth doesn't have anything to do with the energy. I want what comes out my mouth to be as loving as possible, but love can manifest in a way where, okay, if you're saying I'm wrong, I'm wrong. I'll sit with that. I'll, I'll you know, I'm not here to, to combat you. I'm not here to do anything, but try to make sure that this connection has the highest possible outcome no matter what you're currently going through and no matter what you're currently dealing with so in that sense it's just very important to hold true to yourself but stay grounded in love because when you're in the middle of this it's so easy to tip that scale and go into that arena where you're defending yourself Always remember, you don't have to defend yourself. When you feel what you feel and you know what you know and your intuition is telling you what it's telling you, there is no, there is no space where voicing what your intuition tells you will make sense logically. 
because the society that we live in currently, you know, we're moving into a new age, but currently there is no validating space for what the intuition feels. So whenever you speak about intuition, unless you're in a room with other people who have soul's integrity, who have divine, who move off of divine integrity, and they can honor another person's intuition in a way because they understand how powerful that actually is. So if you say you feel this, you know, and I don't feel the intention of manipulation through what you're saying you feel with your intuition because you can feel all of this. And that's what they talk about when they say telepathy. Telepathy is not, I hear words in my head. No, telepathy is I feel, fe I feel the energy and I can translate what the energy is telling me into then words in my head because what I'm feeling, I can translate it. It's like when you are hooked up to an EKG machine and you see, you know, the line going up and down and up and down and a person who is trained can read the energy of what is happening with the pulse. So they can tell through the crests and the troughs and the, you know, the plateaus, what's going on with this person's heart. The heart isn't saying, oh, this is what's wrong with me. No, you have to be trained and skilled in being able to translate what you're viewing into understanding. So a person who is highly sensitive, who deals with, you know, attacks from all over daily, you know, intentional or unintentional, but you feel everything, you start to then hone your ability to be able to translate what you're feeling. So if somebody is next to you and they're talking to you and they say something with a certain nuance and you get a hit, you can use the basically the context clues from what you're hearing come out their mouth to what you're feeling and then you draw a conclusion to what's going on because if somebody is saying something out their mouth that doesn't align with what energy they're putting off then we we know that this person is hiding something or this person has the intentions to to not take accountability for something, or this person is trying to manipulate a situation, or this person is just afraid of actually being seen, you know? But when you respect the intuition and you respect other people's ability to pick up on things and you know, you know, there's nothing to be afraid of and there's nothing to hide from, you can take into account what another person says that they're feeling. And then you can listen to that for yourself and just apply it in the way that you need to apply it. If somebody is saying, look, I feel this coming off of you and I don't know what to do about that. I just want to let you know. That's for me to then say, okay, I received that. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to sit with that. You know, Thank you for being honest to let me know what you feel, but I'm going I'm to decide what I need to do with that. Now, somebody who is immature in, that, in their, you know, sensitivity they want answers they want you to just say hey this is oh you're right or you're wrong or this is why i'm doing this is why my energy is doing this they're gonna want answers now but it's like it's not up to you it's not up to you it's not up to you so if a person is in a space 
where they're willing to acknowledge what you're saying and to say, look, I'm going to sit with that. I'm going to work through that. You know, thank you for bringing that to my attention because I do kind of feel something. If you want to talk about it, I might have to come. Let's revisit this later at a later date when I have a full understanding of my own energy and what I'm putting off. Because I do feel a little bit off, but I don't want to lie, but I might not just be ready to speak on this right now. So I'm going to work through that. I'm going to work through my own situation. But, you know, thank you. And that's a a respectful connection, you know, if you do want to bring someone's energy to the table, if you want to vocalize that, if you want to let somebody know that you feel what you feel, if you want to open that up for discussion, the most respectful way is to voice what you feel and then, you know, let it be. But if you want to be even more respectful, it's more respectful to feel what you feel and then move based on that. So it's just like, look, I feel what I feel. I'm not it's not my job to bring what I feel to your attention because, you know, a lot of people aren't ready to face their own stuff. A lot of people don't take accountability for things. No one's everyone's not in that space. Everyone's not ready for that level of, you know, uh evolution for their soul you know to be able to to receive that well you know so the best thing to do is to understand the only chess piece on the board that you can move is yourself so acknowledging within yourself okay this person is putting off this vibe i'm gonna move accordingly i'm gonna move out the way i'm gonna do this i'm gonna change this i'm gonna you know So whenever I do speak, I'm going to do my best to make sure I'm speaking love. But at the end of the day, I'm not going to be put, I'm not putting myself in the crossfire of this. I'm going to move out of the way. And this is what I do when I feel what I feel. I don't have to bring anything up like, oh, I don't like the way you said that. Or I don't like the way that feels. Or I don't like, you don't have to do that. You can know for yourself what you don't like and choose to do what you want to do based on what you don't have the energy or time or space for in your life. When we say, I don't like that, that is a, that's an attachment that we have to that person to where we need them to let us know that they take accountability for their actions and for their energy and for what they're going through. And I personally, I feel that's immature. Personally, I feel that's immature, just in a sense of how we are only in control of ourselves and we can only move ourselves. You know, at times we will want a person to do something or whatever, but I feel like having faith in the fact that everything goes where it's supposed to go and everything goes the way that it's supposed to go. So if this connection is meant to stand, it will mend on its own. A person can put off energy. I become aware of that energy. I move out the way. That person respected enough for themselves and for others. They work through their energy. They, they are aware. They take accountability for their own energy without being prompted by another. They come to you. They apologize. And then the apology is received. And it's just like, okay, thank you for that. You know, 
bet I'm glad that we're on the same page here. I wasn't going to bring it to your attention, but I also wasn't going to stand in the middle while you throw dung patties at me with your energy. I'm going to move out the way. So I'm glad that you, that you had the accountability to do that. So now that we're both in a space where we're aware of what we feel and what we're putting off, if we want to talk about this from a space of awareness, of self-awareness, because we've already worked through what needed to be worked through on our own, this isn't a battle. This is just a talk about a course of action that might need to happen because we already understand the energy. So this course of action sometimes doesn't even have to be spoken on. It can just be agreed like, hey, you know, I think this connection has come to an end. But, you know, thank you for all the, the lessons that I've learned. So it doesn't matter if it was good things that happened or bad things that happened. They're all lessons. So we can thank a person for their experience, for sharing their experience with our own. And from that point, it's just like, we know what we need to do. We both know what we need to do. But when there's one person who wants to exert that external power over another because they feel they have access to this person because of whatever may have happened between them, I should have full access to you. This is what some people believe. I should have full access to you. I should have full access to your thoughts. I should have full access to your energy. When you smile, when you're around me, I need you smiling. I need you, you know, this because we, we decided that we were friends. We decided that, so this is what I need from you. I have access because of what we decided. I have access to every part of you. And I need you to make sure that you know that. <laughs> and that's basically what they're saying when they, in so many ways, try to like bring up things or, you know, they might project certain things onto you like, hey, you're doing this and this is what you're doing. And I just believe you feel this way or this is what you're doing. It's just like, okay, me, when I'm in situations like that, once I start to feel, you know, projections, I'm just like, okay. I, um, I'm going to sit with that, but I don't have to answer. I don't have to address it, you know, because at that point, if I'm reading the energy correctly, there is no fixing it. There's always going to be an imbalance. And once that balance is tipped, once that scale is tipped, there's no tipping it back unless the other person is willing to to assure that there will be a balance again through taking accountability on the ways that they also show up. But when you expect a person for everything to be a person's fault at, and there's no fault of your own, it's unbalanced because everything that we do, it starts with us first. So I take accountability for my actions like, yes, I do feel energy. Yes, I'm, I am moving accordingly to that energy. Yes, that might look like me not talking. That might look like me being a little out the way. I might have used, we may have had a connection where I'm transparent and telling you all the things that I feel so we can work through it and get to a space. 
But now in my upgraded awareness of what I have to do for my soul and understanding that frequency and vibration, when it matches with a person, it matches. There is no need for calibration. I know what I know and that's it. If I don't feel safe being transparent or vulnerable anymore, I'm not going to do it. Not with a person who will take my vulnerability and throw it back in my face. You don't get access to that part of me because this isn't growth that's happening. This is me validating your ego so you can feel like you're not wrong about anything. And that's not the game that I'm going to play because it takes two to tango. I take accountability for my energy by just moving. I say what I say and that's it. I don't have to give you any more. <laughs> Anything more is a privilege. It's not a guarantee that's owed to you. You're not owed anything from me. I don't owe you anything. Even thinking that is wrong. Even thinking that is like, that's immature. A person owes you their energy. No, if a person is acting weird towards you, you should have enough self-worth to be able to, okay, this is what I'm going to do. And that's it. You don't even have to let a person know what you're going to do. If they bring it up and say, hey, I noticed that you fell back or whatever. Oh, yeah, I fell back because I just didn't feel like, you know, we weren't vibing on the same frequency anymore. So I just wanted to give you some space. That's a mature way to really go about that situation. I wanted to give you some space. And this is, you know, we're talking about energy, but we're really talking about energy in the ways of through inner, you know, while we're navigating through these human suits, right? And we got flesh in the way. We're driving these cars. So it's like, you know how when you're driving on the highway, they say you have to drive for yourself and everyone else on the road. It's the same thing when we're driving our human bodies, you have to drive for yourself and everyone else on the road. There's defensive driving, there's driving, there's even a ways that you swerve out the way to where you don't swerve into another person's lane and then cause them to have to swerve. Like, no, it's like you have to have enough control over your, your thing, your, your, your vehicle. You have to have enough skill to even be comfortable to drive on that highway. We know how it feels when you first drive on a highway. It's a little terrifying. So when we're in these arenas with other humans and we're navigating this highway of energy and tension, you know, in all of this, like the telepathy and all of it, when we're, when we're literally driving on this highway in the beginning, it's rough. It's a little scary. It's like, I don't know what to do about what I'm feeling. So I might, I might, you know, I might address it in a hostile way, you know, or I might address it in an immature way because every stage that we enter in our lives, we're first immature and then we mature. You can't start off mature. You don't, no plant just appears grown. It has to grow from a baby seedling stage until it's fully grown and it flowers to serve its purpose. And even while it's growing, it's still serving a purpose. It's still providing oxygen. It still cares about the other living beings. It's not just bumping around, whatever. You know, it's, it's literally 
in synergy with the rest of its society, the rest of its ecosystem, the rest of its world, the other beings that are in its world. It helps. It's give and take. When there's an imbalance and one person is taking, taking, taking for the things that they need without thinking about what another person might need, that's unbalanced. And energy works in the same way when we're growing through these stages of understanding this new nuance, nuances of the early stages of telepathy. And that's probably what I'm going to call this, uh, this segment because this is the early stages of telepathy. And I want to make that clear. It's not based on, I can hear. No. And who's to say? Maybe later it'll get that real to when you feel what you feel and boom, it gets translated, synthesized, translated, and it might manifest as your own thoughts because our own thought, like when we think words in our head, we can hear the words in our head. We can hear it. We can hear it. And as a baby, I'm not sure if we had that ability to do that because as a baby, we didn't know how to speak English yet. So as we learned how to speak English, we still felt what we felt. We, our thoughts still manifested in a way, but those thoughts, they, did, they weren't in our head. We kind of reacted immediately hair trigger based on what we're feeling. So as a baby, if I don't feel safe, I'm going to cry. As a baby, if I'm hungry, I'm going to cry because I feel in my body the things that my body is telling me. If I'm tired, I'm going to do the opposite. I'm going to run around and waste all my energy and then I'm going to just start crying because my body feels weird because it's shutting down. I don't have the words or understanding in my mind to think in my head, oh, I'm tired. I'm still learning how to talk English. So how can my thoughts be in English? So in this new age of telepathy, Aquarian age, this is what we're in. We're in the age of knowing, you know? So it's just like in this new form of telepathy, we're still learning how to talk within this energy. We're still learning how to walk within these, these sensitivities. We're still learning. We're still incorporating it into our system and into our body. So it might not manifest as voices in our head yet. In this beginning stage, it just feels like what I feel in my body and through what I feel in my body and the respect that I have for myself and others, I'm not going to bring it to any, anyone's attention. I just know what I know. If something is, if I feel someone is in danger based on what I'm saying, then that's what I might bring it to attention. If I feel like you might be in danger based on what I'm feeling from you. You know, specifically, it could be, you know, someone who might want to harm themselves or whatever. But even in those spaces, we know the nuances. We know the energy. We know person might vocalize, I want to do this to myself. Vocalize, like in my experience, those who want to do it, they do it. They just do it. Honestly, they don't even want to tell anyone what they're going to do because they know that's going to put a roadblock between them and the mission that they want to accomplish. <laughs> and that's just point blank, cut, dry, period right there. Those who are actually, you know, 
you hear about people who take their lives. You hear about it. And it's always, wow, they were so, I never would have known. I didn't know that they were going through because they have to hide it. Because what they're going through, they're really going through it. And they're sure in their head of what they're going to do to be able to even go that far. That energy has to be very dense within one. So the intention behind it is very clear for that person. That they know I'm not going to give anyone a chance to thwart my plan. When you address these things, though, the energy behind it is more so in a sense of you need. What do you need? What help do you need? That's why they classify certain things as a cry for help or actual, you know, Cries for help usually manifest in somebody warning you of what they want to do. And that means that they need something else that they might be afraid to ask for. Or they don't know how to go about in their life. So the easiest way to receive that thing that they really need is to basically get a person into fear for them. But it's all fear-based energy. And in some ways, it's not fair to those around you because you're, you know, those who are secure in themselves, they understand, they feel it, they feel the intention, they feel everything. So the response isn't one of fear. It's like, I'm, I, I, I see what you're saying, but I don't feel like that's the case. So I'm gonna just tell you what I feel I need to tell you, you know, and I, I'm going to pray that you kind of work through the situation and that's good. You know, the best course of action will be to just act on it, though. But that person who is in that space then understands what they're doing to another person, what they had to what they put somebody under which stems to a form of manipulation, which is not good. But yes, I went there. I did. I went there. Because it's true. That's what happens. That's what people do. They'll never take accountability for it. Some people might say, oh, you're wrong to say that. No, we know this is true. People love to manipulate people at any cost. And it's when it's so well-rooted, when it's so well-rooted, that manipulation, they'll go to any end to, to get what they need from a human being because they can't give it to themselves because the faith isn't there. It's only fear. Fear-based living. So yeah, these are just like examples of this new age that we're in, you're not able to hide. You cannot hide. We see you. We see you. We feel you. We know you. Because we've been there ourselves. And we worked through it. We fought. We clawed. We battled those demons. So we can see yours. 
one of the lyrics to one of my songs, I call it Zing, because it's like, you know, when somebody has tries to send me bad energy, it hits them back, like Zing. <laughs> but yeah, like, because I'm protected, and I know it, and I love my, I love my protectors, and they love me. They shoot for me. I had to actually ask them, hey, can you be a little bit more light on these people? Because I don't, even though they bring it on themselves, I don't want to see anybody going through, you know, I don't want to see, I don't want to see, <laughs> I don't want to, I don't want to feel, you know, like, because I know what is coming from and I know what's happening. And when you're aware, it's just like, I don't, I don't want that. I don't want them to go through that. So can you just be a little bit more light? But the density of that, you know, for every action, there's an equal or possible reaction. So when you understand energy and physics, quantum physics, it's literally like if you're sending, a, you're sending energy at a certain velocity in a certain direction, there's going to be an equal and opposite or opposite reaction. It's either going to hit with the intensity that you sent it, or it's going to be returned with the intensity that you sent it. And people aren't aware of what they're actually sending people when they're moving on autopilot, when they're moving with these default, you know, these default ways of being without actually doing work, without actually doing work. People love to say, oh yeah, I do my, I do my shadow work. I do my, it sounds good to say that. Yeah, I do my shadow work. When you do your shadow work, it manifests as light. It manifests as light. Because you're removing the shadows, you're removing the weight that's on your soul. So when you're around people, they're not going to feel all that weight. But we see you and we feel you. So we know you haven't been really taking accountability for the things, for your shadows. You haven't been looking at them. You haven't been mending your fences. You haven't been. You want people to know, to think that you have because you still believe in this concept of things being physical, 3D. It's not that anymore. That's coming to an end. There are those who operate in the 3D and they're going to continue operating in that because they have no real desire to free themselves from that container, this physical container. Things aren't physical. Things start internally, spiritually, and it's all energy. That's what they say. Think in terms of everything being energy. Einstein, Tesla. They're correct. Everything is energy. Everything. Everything. Even right now, I'm moving this energy out of my body because I don't want it in my body. I make music, I perform the songs based on what I feel. That's how I do shadow work. That's how I do my moon work. When it's a full moon and there's, it's release time, I'm doing music that I need to release, when, of what, that represents what I need to release and what I need to leave in my past. In my head, I have what I'm releasing out my mouth and in front of the audience of people, I'm actively moving this energy. 
So there's a, a seal that's put on it that cannot be returned because of the actual ritual that's being done in front of these other people's eyes. When it's time for the new moon, for me to call in what I want, I'm going to be talking about my songs where I'm talking about love and I'm talking about, you know, the things that I am, what I am. I am a king. Those are the songs I perform. Full moon time, I'm releasing. I'm, I'm emotion, you about to feel it. New moon time, we're affirming. And I do this actively because I'm an artist, you know? So that's how I do it. I pinpoint what I need to feel. I pinpoint what I need to know. I know, I'm aware. There are things within myself that I have to put my foot on its neck so it can no longer hinder me or stand in the way. But once I'm aware and I'm aware, I cannot go backwards. And there's a little thing that I do when sometimes I feel like I work through something, but it's like an idea that's in my head. Like, OK, I know I'm not supposed to touch a stove, so I know that that's something that I shouldn't do, so I'm not going to do it. But it gets to that point where you get face to face with this stove and that that that. You know, it's literally that curiosity is there. It's like, mm, I know I know I'm not supposed to touch it. So, you know, but when you touch it and you feel that heat and you walk through that heat, that fire, when you feel it and you understand, OK, that actually is hot. It burned my skin. I got to put cream on it. My skin doesn't look the same. I, it, it's hot. I feel it cooking. I'm never, I know never to go back. So it's like putting these seals on it. That's how I do my shadow work. I'm a spiritual existentialist. I wrote an article. It's in a, a Next Level Psychic magazine. If you, you can find it on Amazon. You search Next Level Psychic. It's the November issue. You'll see my face on the cover. But yeah, it's, I'm a spiritual existentialist. And I talk more about that in that article. But basically, it's just like the way existentialism says, get real, take accountability and live, put the pedal to the metal and live life like there's no tomorrow. I do that within my spiritual life. I live life like there's no tomorrow. So I fix what needs to be fixed. I handle what needs to be handled. I do what needs to be done. So I do the, the heavy lifting. I'm like a, a bodybuilder here. I might be skinny, but my soul is a bodybuilder, <laughs> you know? Literally, I do that heavy lifting for myself because I know what it does for me and I know how it feels. I know how it feels and it feels good when I finally release these things to the point where I know I'm never going back. And then I start to see the blessings that come in my life based on this heavy lifting that I do. The hard things that have to be done, the hard things that have to be looked at, the hard things that have to be addressed or sometimes made vulnerable, made plain for other people to see as well so you can see me and see what I'm battling and understand, that's heavy lifting. That's heavy lifting. I'll do some heavy lifting right now. I'm currently becoming more aware of the way that I need to harness my sexual energy. I'm a very, I have a lot of sexual energy. It's there. I be wanting to let it loose. And I do. <laughs> I am a creator, so I create. 
I paint, I write, I songwrite, I perform, recording artists, all of that. I dance, I do poetry, graphic design, <laughs> whatever, whatever ways that it can manifest in where I can move that energy, I do. But sometimes it's, it's, it's nothing like some good old sex. And I, I can't negate that. I love it. So finding a safe place to, to, to express that part of myself has been a battle for me. Because it's like, all right, I'm either choosing celibacy or I'm going to try to sift and sort through the situation. So using my intuition, using the vibration that I have, the understanding where I'm like, look, I know when this person can get this part of me because it's safe there based on where they're at in their walk. But it's not easy to find those people. So when you settle for less, you know, it's you're bringing all of that. You're bringing that lesson that you have to work through where you'll have to go through the whole process and play out that whole story. It's like you have a book, but then you a new chapter is added in between it's like you're on chapter three and you're about to turn to chapter four, but then you add you add a new chapter four and the rest of the chapters get pushed back because now you have to work through this story that you just added for yourself by how you acted. And this can be applied to so many other things, but specifically in this realm of like sex, this is what we do to ourselves when we choose to act when we're aware of what we need to do and how we need to release this energy, but we choose to do it in, 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 a, in a manner that doesn't reflect our soul's knowing for what is best for our soul. We could call it pity. We could call it no lack of self-control. We can call it whatever it is, but I know that this is something that I currently deal with, you know? Because it's not easy when you want to and you got to work with what you got <laughs> or when you're not willing to wait, <laughs> you're not willing to wait, you know? These are things that I've done to myself in the past where I've settled for less or I've made that choice to, to do, to act in that way when I know vibrationally it doesn't match. While I'm inside you, I'm doing my best to pour in good energy and affirmations to affirm your highest self and your highest goals without me even being a part of that manifestation. This is for you. This is why we do this, but understanding that it's not being given back to me. Person doesn't even know how to do or feels weird it's like, I don't want to really do that. You know, a person that's on the right vibration will know and they'll do it on automatic. It's just automatic because that's why we're doing what we're doing. We're not just doing this to do it. We're doing this to create something. We're either creating a baby or we're creating a life. We're still creating a life. We're still creating a life. We're either creating a physical life or we're creating an energetic life. So many manifestations.
so you know that's really like it's crazy but this is how i do my heavy lifting i will express these things and i will express my understanding of what i need to do with the knowing of what i'm currently going through this is how you release energy how you move energy with no fear of what people will think of you or the consequences from you releasing these things. There are things that I've released in the past that, that I've been holding in and, and I thought I would take it to the grave. Well, I'm not telling nobody this because what? I can't even believe that this is something that I did. But when you forgive the parts of yourself that weren't aware, you're able to move that energy out your body so it can no longer stand in the way between you and your ascension, you and your highest self. Your highest self is a highly vibrational being. Your highest self is very light. Your heart is light. It's like the scales of ma'at. Your heart has to match the feather. And you can't do that carrying around guilt, shame, and malice towards others through a, a lack of self-awareness and accountability for the ways that we show up in these people's lives. So it's easier to... to, to show malice towards them and to feel disdain towards them when we haven't even looked at ourselves. So yes, you have a very heavy heart. And when you're around other beings who are light, beings of light and also light in their being, they can feel your heavy heart standing next to them. They can feel all the things that you're running from. They can feel all the things that you haven't faced. And this compassion and grace that's being given to you that you don't just get ripped apart and read for filth because nobody wants to hurt anybody. Nobody wants to do that. All we can do is give love in the best way that we can. But when you come for me, I'm going to try my best to still hold that light and that love, but I'm also not putting up with it. I'm not putting, I'm not accepting what you're throwing me. I'm not going to, Oh, gladly take this, this dung ball that you're throwing at me. No, I'm not going to do that. I'm going to move out the way. And I'm going to let you know that I'm aware of what you're doing. In a way of me moving out the way, not me even using my words. It's just my energy. Me saying, I no longer stand for this. This is fine. I'm sorry. But I'm not sorry. So yeah, energy, telepathy, it's all coming. No one can hide anymore. No one can hide anymore. No one can hide anymore. You can hide within your awareness, but when you are rising and your awareness, it, you're, you are ascending, your awareness basically is rubbing up against your ego. So you're in that middle space when you're aware that something is off and something is wrong. When you're willing to accept that it's you, but give yourself grace, that's when you start to move forward. But that something is off, something is wrong. When it's always others, you're still going to be stuck in that same space because that's that fear of surrendering to the flow of how things have to go. That fear of surrendering yourself and understanding that everything is okay. So even if you do take accountability for the ways that you're showing up in other people's lives in a, in a way that doesn't reflect divine integrity, that it still will be okay. And everything that is for you 
can't be taken from you. But the only way to receive what's for you is to go through this process, to walk through this fire. Someone once told me, your spiritual journey is just like the Wizard of Oz. You're walking yellow brick road, yellow brick road. You're traveling on the yellow brick road. You have to use your brain. You have to use your heart. You have to use your courage. You have to use your heart to love others. You have to use your brain so you see in your awareness, like literally, this is brain work. This is how you use your brain. Through your awareness, through your awareness, that's <laughs> how you use your brain, for real. Encourage to keep continuing to do the, what's hard and what other people are afraid to do. You stay on that path, that yellow brick road, you stay on that path, and when you get to the end, you get to Oz, you're looking for the wizard, right? <laughs> you're looking for the wizard. You finally find him, and you find out that he is just like you. <laughs> You find out that he is just like you. You are no different than him. Honestly, you might be a little bit more courageous than this external thing that you were looking for because it's been you all along. You have the ability. Then it's just like, oh, this journey's ended. Let's go home. Because you've always been home. <laughs> On this journey to somewhere, you find out that home has always been home. The journey is home, but now you can go back and have gratitude for what you weren't. Basically for what you, you know, you're looking for home. You're looking for your destination, right? You think someone else has the answers. They don't have the answers. You've had the answers all along. But once you come to that awareness that nothing is greater than yourself, and you're also not greater than anything. Everyone is on the same, you know? Everyone is where they are in their journey, but you're deciding to take your walk on your journey. Some people's walk haven't started. Some people are on a hiatus. Some people haven't even begun, you know? Like, some people are on their journey as well, and you'll come along, people on the same path, the same place in their journey as you, or you might be a little bit further or a little bit behind, but when they're on their journey, they respect another on their journey. You can tell a fellow adventurer, you can feel their energy because it feels like home, it feels like yours. But once you understand, wow, I was looking for answers in an external place. I, didn't, I never needed to do that. And that's when you're free. So yeah, I'm gonna end it here. We're almost on an hour. And I'm getting a call. So peace, love, happiness. I love you all. And I pray that this message really resonates with someone out there and really helps because I felt chills a few times. So that tells me someone is going to feel this and someone's going to appreciate this. So just know I love you. Peace.